and let the Labor Day morning ruckus begin. I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and this is Things You Might Have Heard for Today. Today being the 4th of September, 2023, your Labor Day, if you will. Thank you so much for being a part of uh, the programs we have going on for this morning as we work our way through, hopefully, um, put some actual audio. Can't really tell from my setup this morning, but we did a little uh, changing of the guards and rearranging them some work this week. And so right now, we're trying to make sure that we can be heard, which we think we can. We probably just messed everything up there. So let's go ahead and go forward with this. And if you don't hear me, if you're coming in live, let me know. We'll fix it on post. Otherwise, this will be a 20-minute yak fest of some things. So let's see what we can do to make that happen and get into the morning as normal. My name is Jacob Payne, and four things you might have heard, we're going to give to you this morning 10 stories, because it's Monday. Monday, we give you 10 stories from top 30 of the weekend uh, that you told us were conversational. You basically go through our feeds all weekend long and tell us what stories we should be talking about, and we give them to you here. So we'll give them to you coming up in, in mere moments. Make sure you are following us on Facebook and Twitter so you can be a part of the feeds, and we'll explain deeper in detail how that works out. But it's pretty simple. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and vote up the stories you see. And if you're watching the video, uh, you see a picture of Jimmy Buffett. We'll get to him and a big celebration of life of him in a moment. But first, let's get the other stories that we have listed. The 10 stories for this morning, beginning on this morning, which we happen to have on Monday, the 4th of September, 2023. So story number one, begins with Barstool Sports. And this is something we teased. Actually, no, we didn't actually tease this. We did a little short video on this one early Saturday morning. It was re- we were dealing with some technical issues there, preparing for the weekly wrap-up, as Barstool Sports is going to cut about 25% of its staff. Now, here's the deal. Dave Portnoy, the owner, the original founder of Barstool Sports, walked away with a big chunk of cash, sold it to a company that basically ruined everything, and that company sold it back to him for literally $1. And now he's got to write the ship of his old franchise because he wants it to live. He wants it to grow. He wants it to be a good thing. And that is what's happening right now. Uh, We will see fairly soon what will be about Barstool Sports. But number one, killing a big chunk of staff, about 20% of the staff will be deleted from this company because Port North thinks it's bloated, thinks there's too many people around and a little less uh, baggage and a lot more uh, be able to move around. They should be able to get it back to snuff. And, of course, doing stuff the barstool way that people kind of remember. This is going to happen over some time. So we'll look for those layoffs to come soon. We'll, of course, report when they actually come out and go from there. Burning Man Festival goers trapped in desert as rain turns sight into mud. Come Friday, about you know less than an inch of rain fell, which, unfortunately, for that area is about four months' worth of rain in the middle of the desert. What happens when water hits the, the sand in the desert? It turns into mud, very thick, silty mud, and you can't move. So as of this morning, as we record this live, there's still many people there. They expected about 70,000 people in the area for Burning Man, so that's what they said, 70,000 people not dealing with the Burning Man right now. It is a sight to behold, pictures out there. We do know that Chris Rock and DJ Deepolo got out because we have videos of them who apparently they walked six miles to get out of the campsite to get to the road and somebody drove them out. Uh, but many people stuck there because it's Burning Man. They kind of had some fun. They goofed around. And the good thing is most people just sort of overpacked 
overprepared for it. So it wasn't like a Lord of the Flies type deal where people are, are going cannibal all of a sudden. So it's pretty much still a fun time for the Burning Man's Festival. We will see if they can get out. Roads are closed officially. They tend to open them up today and hopefully some of the mud will be more solid and less cars stuck to get some of these vehicles out of the way. The Country Bear Jamboree and most of the Frontier Land closed due to the possible ruptured sewage line at Magic Kingdom. Maybe not quite as dramatic as, oh, Burning Man flooded, sort more or less, and turns to mud, but it happened as well. Uh, Frontierland was shut down for a while yesterday, and how to fix that? You have Tiana walk around, you know, doing nice, taking pictures, hanging out with folks. So that was a nice thing, but if you're looking for the Country Bear Jamboree and looking to see, you know, that sort of carnage and chaos at Disneyland, Magic Kingdom, you say, not quite as much. About two hours into the ordeal, they were able to get everything cleared and everything was fine. So the most beautiful, magical place on Earth was magical once again after a little while with some sewage issues. Here's some magic. Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie is breaking records in pre-sale in less than three hours. So Taylor Swift is making money off of AMC and moviegoers back as she's essentially going to have the blockbuster of the summer, even though it's not playing until October. Uh, her movie doesn't release to October. This is a concert view of, which is basically how they do this. They take a couple concerts and film a bunch of them, and then they edit in the bits and pieces from different songs to make it all work out so it's some seamless, like a big concert event. Because sometimes you're great on one song one night and not the other. So that's what they're doing for the Eras Tour movie. Now, tickets went on sale for pre-sale on Friday, three hours, record-setting stuff. And AMC was good enough to get the stuff in place, so they didn't have Ticketmaster issues. But what they do have is maybe very few seats come October, and maybe an issue where the tickets for the concert movie and pre-sale may overturn, right now, Barbie, which is the biggest selling movie so far of this summer, by leaps and bounds, and Taylor leaped and bound it for a movie not coming out for months Hulu cancels How I Met Your Father after two seasons, leaving the mystery unsolved. Yes, we will not know who will be the father that you will meet in The Father, even though I think she thought she was dating her father in some weird way. Now, this show is, yes, a spinoff of How I Met Your Mother, but it happens in sort of a parallel, introvertial thing going on. There are a bunch of different people. It's more or less... It, it, what happened when people realized that How I Met Your Mother was a lot like Friends, where it was a whole bunch of just white folks. So they peppered in a bunch of weird colored people to make it all sort of, you know, PC for the time. And they had their intertwining, intertwining different sort of relationships that all make no sense. But people liked it, and they think Hurley Duff is still awesome, even though she's no longer 12 years old. Now, the vehicle to kind of take Hurley Duff out of that whole, you know, Lizzie McGuire thing and make her a mature adult actress. I don't think it's working yet, but Hulu tried it. After two seasons of How I Met Your Father, which intertwined some people from How I Met Your Mother in weird cameos, so but didn't actually exist as they were actually parallel to each other, is over and we shall never know. Maybe they'll make a movie. Maybe somebody will tell us who it is. Maybe they'll probably even, even get there. Just like we find out about How I Met Your Mother, they really had no idea who the mother was and in the end, the mother died so that Ted could marry Robin. All sort of dumb. We'll see how this one plays out. Actually, no. We won't see how this one plays out. Because they got canceled. Meanwhile, the Michael Orr story, we're seeing how this plays out as the blindside scandal shows that Hollywood studios are just pretending to follow the law when they buy life story rights. 
this is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And as I am working on, because I'm slow at this, my own little blindside sort of running commentary, I've watched a bunch of other commentaries that got out there, people who have more time and honestly more followers and more Patreon followers to keep them working. And it's just getting odder and odder how the based on a true story stories are just so full of BS, blind side, if you will. This is one that was the heartbreaking story of the time when it came out, and it just coincided just magically as Michael Orr was being drafted by the Ravens, so it was just a big promotion for everybody. Only to find out that 20 years later, um, one, he wasn't adopted, two, the two he's been stealing money from the whole time, and three, the whole thing's kind of a scam. Literally, the whole thing's, I watched a video that was basically saying the blind side was a 20-year scam put on by the Tuies because they had connections and people to make things happen. You can still love the movie, I guess, but you have to watch it for it a different set of eyes, knowing that this thing was never even close to being where it's portrayed, and the whole based on a true story or the story writes on something live, we all know these things are overwritten. If you watch, if you read the book, um, yeah, I can't remember the, the guy's name right now. Uh, there was a, a story, there was a movie that was made by a young guy who was budding in the world of, uh, you know, Christian writing and, and blogging, stuff like that, um, about, about his, his, time, his turmoil in time going to college and trying to deal with being a Christian while one of his best friends in college was so anti-Christian, it turned nuts and the whole thing going there. I actually watched the movie based on it because the book got really, really dumb. And then watched the movie and thought, this is really, really dumb. And then got to realize he wrote a second book, which is about the fact that people like the book and love the story, but so over-crazy the story in the movie that it wasn't him. So he decided to actually become a more interesting person. That is how that book came about. I can't remember the name. So um, first name is Donald. I'll, I'll think of it after the show is rolling. So that's unfortunate for, for us. But this is right here. They, they, they actually dumbed down the story to make the Michael Orr character so pathetic and sad. And to build up the Tui families as superheroes, as the actual you know, heroes of the story, that it got Hall lost in the mix. Check out the book and hate it as well. Check out the stories in between these things. Hate them as well. And just get deeper in details of this one because, as I say, I watch a lot of legal folks on the YouTubes and they're going deep into this one right now. TMZ reported that the Jonases, Joe and Sophie Jonases, are headed towards divorce. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are headed towards divorce. They, they actually said this. And then said it said, well, we heard this, and that's what's going on. The couple got engaged in 2016, married in 2019, uh, been more or less a happy family as far as we can tell. Now, neither side is responding, and basically no one's saying anything about this. But TMC, uh, I guess citing a slower news week, decided to throw in some of the stuff and do that stuff right there. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner may be headed for divorce. This may also be a bit premature from the TMZ. We have more TMZ stuff coming on because they were on a roll this weekend. Metallica, oh, let's switch. Metallica postpones Arizona concert after James Hetfield tests positive for COVID-19, which is a good reason why to not have a concert. James Hetfield got sick over the weekend and decided they needed to kill, no pun intended, the concert scheduled for the weekend. Uh, they're going to shoot it up and try to set it up in about a week from now. So if you think you're missing your mandatory Metallica, man, I... Miss Manitaire Metallica? It's hard to say you miss it because it was just such a thing. They're coming back on September 9th, so look for that show to be rescheduled. As I said, TMZ was on a roll. They produced a headline that said Smash Mouth singer Steve Harwell was on his deathbed, suffering from liver failure. Now, on his 
deathbed may seem a bit harsh, but essentially we learned that later in the evening, early this morning, when we updated the story, that Steve Harwell is in hospice care because of the illness dealing with liver failure. We're going to get more details from this as we get a chance to dig deeper into it. We had the TMZ to kind of work with for the weekend for you to engage in, and you engaged in it. Smash Mouth, of course, known for All-Star, Walking on the Sun, and, of course, the cover uh, of um, um, I'm a Believer that made the Shrek soundtrack, you know, the Bane soundtrack that it was. Uh, and, you know, they, the guys from Smash Mouth, and that guy's particularly, um, Steve Harwell, gets a lot of flack for being one of those sort of, only of the 90s bands that, you know, you couldn't exactly know why they got a record deal and why they were so famous, but they're on the radio all the time. So obviously they must be kind of good, right? We are, of course, praying for the health of Steve Harwell. Maybe there can be some sort of recovery where he can get better. Uh, if that's not the case, we're praying for peace for Steve Harwell dealing with this issue. And while it was a sudden, sudden news getting to us on Saturday about Jimmy Buffett, the passing of Jimmy Buffett, the Margaritaville musician and mogul of all types of business, I at Dine at 76. It wasn't so much a mystery. The 50-year career, you know, gave you all the love and all the sort of joy of hanging out with Jimmy Buffett, even if you never met the guy. Uh, the rumor is he went to Nashville to be a country singer, didn't make it, went down to the Keys and just sort of took over. And they were like, yeah, well, you're taking over. We love you. And Jimmy Buffett, of course, took over to the Keys and became the margarita guy from all over. Come Monday, cheeseburger in paradise, um, stuff like that. A pirate looks to 40, um, all sorts of great music that he has done all of his years. Now, he had been suffering from a rare type of skin cancer and been battling it for about four years, uh, uh, Merkel cell skin cancer. And he was surrounded by friends and family as he passed. So this is a case of just like Chadwick Boseman, who people were kind of laughing because he had all these skinny pictures popping up when nobody realized for five years he was battling cancer and being Black Panther at the same time. Rest in peace, my captain, Jimmy Buffett, dying at the age of 76. We're going to skip over the errors, apologies, and omissions today. We just had so many sort of weird issues going on, and I can't even hear myself, but there's people in the live chat who are uh, chatting back and forth. So I'm assuming y'all hear me some way. I don't know how good I sound um, in this. And if you're watching, if you're listening to the audio replay, none of this makes any sense. Technical issues with a new setup here in the studio. So hopefully it turns out okay. If not, I'd say we fix in the post, but I'm assuming the video has audio because I ain't got none. So there's my apology because I am omitting any, any um, audio in my ears and in any errors, I'm going to blame on that. We're going to talk now about the teaser story. And the teaser story is an example of how you can use the feeds to give us your input on what's going on. Go to our, our websites or the websites for Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash This Is The Conversation Project is our actual page on Facebook for The Conversation Project. And Twitter.com or X.com slash TH underscore conversation, our page on Twitter. When you see those pages, you will see that every 50 minutes, thereabouts, we try to post a new news story from various sources that we want you to engage in. And if you like it, please do. Like this story, love the story, hate it, read it, share it. And if you like it enough, it gets a high enough engagement score. On this day, on this Monday, we pulled from the top 30 stories. You had over 100, 100 postings this week, which is amazing. And we gave you 10 stories curated from the top 30. Tuesday through Friday, it will be eight stories curated from top 15, a bit more 
of a more thicker mix of stories. So it's there. That's why the money stories are so all over the place because they're all over the place. For Tuesday, will we talk about this one? Hong Kong is building public housing on a golf course in a snub to the old elite. The housing crisis is not just a thing of the us, U.S. It's a thing around the world. We're running out of space and we're getting way too many people. And so we got to put them someplace. So why not build it on some wide open space like a golf course? There's nothing like plenty of open space like on a golf course. And people live on golf courses, near golf courses, in golf course communities. So why not put a nice little townhouse on the seventh green? Well, apparently Hong Kong is looking to doing that. And we could talk about that while it won't happen here because we love golf too much, uh, we can talk about the housing crisis and how it equates here, here, with what's going on out there in the world. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and let us know what to talk about. You let us know every single day and weekend as well what we should be talking about in these news stories. Let's go to the best live TV streaming service overall. So says some magazine. I say it's pretty cool. I'm not sure it's the best. But it's worse for me. It is YouTube TV. And now this is all about essentially football. The first full weekend of college football happened. And if you don't know the that musical chestnut, that earworm that is Colonel Reb is crying. It is well, well past his time. It's so much outdated, but nothing like hearing rah, 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 football. And you can watch a lot of football What's your YouTube TV? Now, YouTube TV now has some new features where you get more picture in picture if you watch it on TV. And of course, a hundred live streaming channels anyway, plus your sports packages, plus NFL a Sunday ticket is now exclusively on YouTube TV. You need to be exclusively with YouTube TV. My family has had it for about five, six years now. And what we get is six distinct accounts. Everyone in accounts gets one plus I get three because I'm paying the bill and everyone can see what they want to watch and get the DVRs they want to on their own devices, wherever on your phone, on your tablet, on the computer, on the smart TV, on the Chromebook, whatever you have in your hand, if it has the power of the Internet, you have the power of watching your TV your way anyway. Find it for us, through us, at thisisaconversationproject.com slash YouTube TV. Thisisaconversationproject.com slash YouTube TV. This is an affiliate link, so we get paid from you visiting the link. Uh, if you don't, if you just go check it out, you'll get something. You get a great discount, but we're going to give you an extra... $15 off your first couple months. Check that out. $8 off first three months for signing up. We'll give you $15 off that first month as well. Check it out by going to our link because you're our friend. We're taking care of you at YouTube TV. Promoting the Conversation Project, it lives online at this is a conversationproject.com. Thank you so much for being a part of the show here. We have a lot of people who are up live for some reason on a Labor Day. So for the live folks, we appreciate you guys. You can watch this thing in replays anytime you want to because it stays in the internet forever. You can watch, you can listen to this thing in replays and audio anytime you want to because it lives in the internet forever. And you can just read the links from the newsletter and go straight to the news you want to because we provide that via the website and via various ways. So check out the website and see how you can find us online in various forms and the things we do, such as the weekend shows, the weekly wrap-up, and the story of the week. You can also stop by and help us do more of this stuff. Now, if you're watching this live, it, this is kind of a weird thing. Like I say, I, can, I can't hear myself. So I'm assuming, much like in radio, that you people are listening. If I hear audio in the replays, then you'll we'll hit listen. But one of you know, make sure I've got better headsets and can hear myself. We can use your help all the time. Check us out at our 
at our website, thisisconversationproject.com, and find ways to connect with us via our sponsors page, where you can just go to a sponsor and, and work with them, and we get a small cut back, or our partnerships page to help us directly there. We thank you so much in advance. Now, we have what I call the second show, the fun stuff that happens after all the news and all the sales stuff, and let's let the fun stuff begin now. Fun stuff always begins with birthdays. In September 4th, the Labor Day year, the edition this year, we start off with Candy Alexander, who starred in ER, starred in news radio, and pops up in a Lifetime movie every so often, 66 years old on the day. Uh, if your famous, famous favorite weigh-ins is Damon, then today is a, your lucky day, because his birthday is today. He turns 63, and all hail Beyonce. Beyonce runs the world, whether we want to believe it or not, believe it because you might as well go for that. Beyonce turning 42 years old on this day. Let's go to a bit of history on this Labor Day, uh, Labor Day history lesson, which none of them actually deal with Labor Day, but they all deal with more or less work or business, if you will. In 1888, on this fourth day of September, George Eastman registered the trademark Kodak and received a patent for his camera, which uses roll film. For those of you under 35 years old, that means absolutely nothing. In 1998, Google was founded by Larry Page and Sergey Brin, two students at Stanford University. For those of you who are under 35 years old, it pretty much means everything because you've never lived without a Google. And in 2018, 18, Amazon became America's second trillion dollar company. The first was Apple. Oddly enough, the second. Oh, thank you. Google is helping out with the program today. Hey, Google. Stop. They want to be a part of the show today, so we're not going to say its name again. We're move on to our celebration for September 4th, which is obvious Labor Day, because it is Labor Day. Most of us don't have to be doing much today, so those of you who are on here live, thank you so much for getting up early. Maybe you're like me and just cannot not wake up at 4 in the morning, so it's a routine. Uh, for those of, the rest of you who are watching this thing on the replay, we thank you so much for getting that one. Labor Day, as we talked about on Friday, has a weird sort of background because... A couple of people came up with the idea. One person was given credit for it, but nobody really knows where it actually started and what's going on. Other than the fact that it became an official holiday because, you know, the president was kind of forced to kind of make that happen. So enjoy this day, the unofficial last day of summer. And um, supposedly today or yesterday, technically, was your last time to wear white. I'm wearing white on Tuesday. And so stick it. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard. According to a study, young adults tend to waste a lot of food, and the reason seems to be that they have no idea they should try not to waste a lot of food. Curious? Well, in the study by the University of Illinois, some participants said they had not been told they needed to care about, you know, not wasting food. Apathy was another problem. According to the study, young people they surveyed either didn't think wasted food was worth caring about or thought they had no control over the problem. Studies suggest that Americans waste between 31 and 40% of the country, country's food more than any other country in the world. That averages to some 1,200 calories per person per day is wasted food, which is enough to feed a small child. A sad statistic when you remember that over 12 million children in the U.S. lack reliable access to food. I talk a lot about food because I talk a lot about my work I do with my church and the orchard uh, that it has for its its food pantry and how it serves people. So that pops up there. But I also didn't take into account this one 
that you remember, and it's so just blasé poor to say right now, back when people my age were this age and kids, the whole trail is about, you know, starving kids in Africa. There are literally car, uh, commercials of kids in Africa with the bellies going out and flies flying around. And, you know, which Sally Struthers saying, send us $10 a day, things like that. And we had all that so that our parents could say, don't forget, there are starving kids in Africa, so don't waste that food. Apparently, the middle generations or my generations aren't saying that. Trust me, I yell at my kid all the time for wasting, wasting food. It's, it's, it's a thing around our house. But apparently, I can't fight, I can't raise a nation of children. So, yes. Wasting food is a bad thing. I don't understand how you don't get that. Wasting food is a bad thing. But the good thing was you guys hang out with me today. It's Monday, September the 4th, 2023, as I finish up these words in the live recording. Thank you so much for being with us for the Conversation Projects, things you might not have heard. This is this is your first time because it's Labor Day, you have the day off, and for some reason you're just sort of up poking around. We thank anybody who popped in live to watch the video, or if you check it out someplace else. We want you to return to us by going to our website, This is theconversationproject.com, and find more details about what we do all week long, all day long, all the time. Make sure that you are following us on our feeds. That's the one thing. If you're watching video, you'll see them in the videos uh, there at the top so that you can tell us what to talk about. Uh, explanations at the website as well. We also say stay limber, stay hydrated, and stay on task because um, we need you on, on this planet. I need you to watch this thing and listen to this thing, give me some clicks and hits. But there are people around you, family, friends, and sometimes total strangers who you never really interact with that are looking for you to do the things you do that make things happen. Thank you so much for making this thing happen today. Tuesday morning, only eight stories from the top 15, but we're going to make it happen as well. We'll talk to you, hopefully, with the sound fixed tomorrow. <laughs>